0: came out super calm and you know I was breathing and and with this time I was talking and laughing and smiling to the end and I could even see him like his eyes was kind of being my husband
1: because he was like she's just still talking and laughing (laughs) and the baby is coming out. Welcome to the happy home birth podcast your source for positive natural childbirth stories and your community of support education and encouragement in all things home birth and motherhood. What does it look like to have full confidence in yourself, your body, and your baby? And how does this look in the birth setting? Hey there, happy home birthers, and welcome to episode 130 of the Happy Home Birth Podcast. This week, we are speaking with Talise, Home birth Queen, who lives up to her name in every way. She gave birth to all six of her babies at home without pain or fear. She's given birth to twins, she's gone unassisted, and she's written a book about it. Talise brings so much insight and wisdom to today's conversation, and I can't wait to get started. Before we do, I would love to take just a moment to thank this week's reviewer of the week, and that is Boy Mama, who says, You rock! Your podcast is amazing. I religiously sat in my truck each night while Prego, dedicating an hour to listen and educate myself through your podcast. Thank you for all the inspirational birth stories that led me to my happy home birth, Alana. Thank you so much, Alana. And if you would email me at Caitlin at my I'd love to send you a happy home birth podcast sticker. And finally, before we head in, here's something really exciting. This episode was sponsored by Baby Trent and the Cover me four in one convertible car seat. Now I opted to skip the newborn car seat with my second daughter, and this car seat is so unique in that it addresses the number one complaint by experienced mothers: Son in your baby's eyes the cover me seat is able to do this with its integrated canopy that offers height adjustability ratcheting coverage and side sun protection the CoverMe has a usage rating from 4 to 100 pounds so you can install it for your infant and adjust it as your child grows from rear facing to forward facing all the way up to belt positioning booster it's got a recline system that allows your child to find a comfortable position and it's designed to take up a limited amount of space even in the rear facing position And it's got some super cool features that help make life easier for mom and kiddo, including a no-twist harness indicator, a no-rethread harness, and a comfort cabin, which is its multi-layered padding system, letting your baby or child feel snug and secure. So go to babytrend.com forward slash OSSA and use the code COVERME20 for your new convertible car seat. All right, let's dive into Talisa's story. Please remember that the opinions of my guest may not necessarily reflect my own and vice versa. And this show is not meant to prescribe or treat. It's an educational tool. So continue to take empowered responsibility for your health and your family. the home birth queen. I am so excited to have you on the Happy Home Birth podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Would you mind just taking a moment in the beginning to introduce yourself and your family to the listeners?
0: Well, yes, I'm Talese Home birth Queen. Um, I'm married. I have six children. Now they're 10, 7, 6, 6, 4, and 2. And those are twins. It was an accident. <laughs> six, six. <laughs> and um, I'm a stay-at-home mom, homemaker. And I am on the mission to help renormalize home birth breastfeeding and proper postpartum care.
1: Oh gosh, I love it. Yeah, you are you are so needed. I mean, this is just, the fact that it's not normal is, isn't that interesting?
0: <laughs> yes,
1: <It's laughs> that a normal strange. function is not normal. Right, exactly. But so you have had home births with all of your babies, is that right? Yes, I did. And all
0: of those home births inspired me to write my book, Home is Where the Birth Is, the Stories of My Six Home Births and how you can do it too, and that is available on Amazon, and my website, talisethomebirthqueen.com, where I also have classes for um, home birth classes, and I have home birth consultations, and my husband also has a class for fathers who might be a little nervous about home birth or want to know more about how they can help with the home birth process. And yeah. you can find me on Facebook, um, Queen, and on Instagram, Queen, where um, I've on a consistent basis, post information about home birth, pregnancy, breastfeeding, and proper postpartum care.
1: Amazing. Yeah. You have got all the bases covered and that is (laughs) so exciting. I would love for us to start this conversation by just asking you, what was it like? What was it that made you choose home birth from the very beginning? How did you know about this practice and why? Yeah. Why did you choose it? Well,
0: fortunately for me, um, I was kind of raised like that. So my mother had me as a a cesarean section, but that was only because I was breached. It wasn't an emergency. It wasn't anything else going on. And as after she had me and she kept doing research, she realized that is not a need just because a baby is breached to have a C-section. And so from her research and meeting other women who were having home births in her community, She begins to teach me, you know, that birth is natural and hospitals are for emergencies. So if you are having an emergency, okay, your hospital may be your option, but it's not the start off number one option. So let me just go straight to the hospital when it's not an emergency. It's a natural body function to give birth to a baby.
1: Wow. Like so much credit to your mom for doing that research at a time when, I mean, home birth, we think of home birth as like, you know, kind of out there right now. That was- that was really incredible and i'm i was born in 85 so it was certainly not
0: big then at all
1: oh that's amazing all. Yeah. so you grew up with this understanding of like yeah birth is a natural thing that's this is yeah. how we do it and and it's okay
0: yes it is yeah i would also tell women who are teaching their children now to in addition to that teaching also keep your children and yourselves away from the false narrative that we see on movies and TV that, you know, birth is, has to be painful. And it's, you know, people are screaming, falling out and squeezing people's, you know, hands. It doesn't have to be like that at all. Like I've had five of my six births and was no pain at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just, that also helps with that. Not knowing that it's natural and it doesn't have to be painful at all.
1: Yes. I think that's one of the biggest hurdles that moms have to kind of get over is this concept of pain. You know, there's several, several myths that I feel like I hear over and over, but the pain one that can really, really get to people. This concept of like, well, what do I do? What do I do? Because it's going to be so painful. It's like, well, is it, is it going to be so painful?
0: Right. Right.
1: So I'd love to hear what your, you know, more about what your birth experiences were like for you and how you, how you prepared yourself and then how they played out.
0: Okay. Well, my um, first birth, um, I like to say, you know, you put in what you get out. So I halfway prepared for that birth because I didn't really understand that you should prepare for a birth. So I was like, oh, I'll do a little exercise and I'll read a couple of affirmations. And I got the kind of birth that I had been conditioned by society that I should get. So it was, I was a lot of screaming cussing. It was, it was really dramatic. I, I did have her at home and she was in the water and I had a midwife and doula. But after that birth, I was like, yeah, this is not how I wanted it. How I've seen other women having it and I want to have a different experience. So with my next birth, which is my only son, I had I had a midwife and doula again, but she helped me heal from um. The first birth, which is very important for mothers, if you've had traumatic births that you and I have a um, class on that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: on helping to heal from that, but that will really keep you kind of stuck from having the birth that you want. So with the next next one, number two, um, I exercised a little more and did more affirmations, and that was well. I had planned a water birth, but I never made it into the pool. I had him on the floor, but. Um, That birth went much smoother. And then with my twins that I didn't know I was having (laughs) (laughs) at all, um, that this time I prepared, like I did hypnobirthing every day. I did visualization and hypnobirthing is simply um, allowing your mind basically to be in the driver's seat. So a lot of times in life, um, in certain situations, we allow our bodies to run the show. So whatever our body feels, that's how we're feeling. But with hypnobirthing, no birthing, you put yourself in a relaxed state so that your mind is in control so what something that you may consider to be pain you don't feel that because your mind is saying you know I feel good mm-hmm. and I also wanted to address um I also changed my um language so I no longer was saying pain because that makes you think about that you're going to have pain I'd like to say pressure because that puts you in a completely different mindset to say, okay, I'm just, this, this. is just pressure I'm feeling. And I also don't like using contractions because that says, okay, now my body's getting tight. And when you're giving birth, you don't need anything to be tight. You want everything to be as loose and relaxed as possible. And so I use waves. I love using waves. Mm-hmm. Most people, when they think about the beach, they automatically are relaxed. Mm-hmm. And if you just imagine what we... Used to call contractions the the coming in and out them coming in and out excuse me it gives you a whole different mentality of saying oh okay this is just waves coming in and coming out and getting stronger and so those things really helped me and then I daily exercise excuse me I daily exercise and did yoga. I daily visualized on the birth I wanted. I daily did affirmations. I wrote them down. I said them out loud. I had them around my house. And and I always eat well with all my births, but that time I really focused on my mental um preparation for the birth. And with this one, I remember when I was in the pool, the birth pool, when I was I was in labor, I remember myself going, wow, I've like, I've made it. I am now in control of my body and so it just I didn't I didn't feel any what we say pain I just felt the pressure of the baby coming down Mm -hmm. and eventually um and and I also encourage women to use their voice to help them and Mm -hmm. for myself I felt that when I elevated my voice and did high tones like ah that kind of kept my body up and kind of in an alerted uh state versus Mm -hmm. when I would go uh, and use deep tones and and low tones. It helped me ground myself, and I also felt it helped me help the baby come out more. Right. So I did, yeah. So I did those tones, and I guess my doula could. At this time, I just only had a doula. Mm. She could tell, and people who, midwives and doulas who are trained can hear when you're getting close to the end. And so she came back in, and my husband was in the pool with me. And she came back in and she um I had lifted my legs up and she was like, Oh, stop, that's the baby's booty. So she was like, just hold on one, one second. She was like, You can't keep going how are you going, you have to slow go way slower. So I calmed all the way down and I looked my husband in the eyes. I was like, okay, help me stay relaxed. Mm-hmm. And I, I breathed, breathe, yeah, I breathed her out <laughs> and um yeah, I breathed her out. And so then, you know, I've wrapped her up, I've nursed her, she's laying on the bed. And all is well, but my placenta hadn't come out yet. And for the first two births, within five minutes, my placenta comes out, It's no issue. And so it's almost an hour later at this point. And my doula told me later on, she was like, yeah, I thought it was another baby after it was. you were still like, you know, pushing and stuff. And yeah. so <laughs> it's been an hour later, my husband, he had left the room, he's coming back and he's like, you know, what's going on? And so, you know, she's like, come lift her up and um, help her squat down. And as soon as he lifted me up and I squatted down, out came two chicken legs and two little placentas and a full baby. And wow. I was just still, I mean, still today talking about it, still just like sends shivers up my spine because it was just like another baby, <laughs> another baby. not what I was expecting. <laughs> not at all, not, not in a, a trillion years and so she was breech as well so she came out feet first and it was just the shock of my life it still is the shock of my life the only thing that comes close is my husband proposing to me but I kind of knew oh. that was coming so that was it. that <laughs> that still is not the same
1: but yes yeah, oh. so I had
0: I had twins that were breech and I was I didn't have any pain having them mm-hmm. and so then after that um then you have birth number wait one two three four five And at this time, um, and I always stress to women, it's important to interview the midwife or doula, meet them because you want someone who you feel comfortable with because who is going to become almost like a friend Mm -hmm. because you're going to be in a very vulnerable state when you're giving birth. So you don't want to have to feel any kind of uncomfortability at all. You want to be completely relaxed and completely at ease. Mm -hmm. And so I had interviewed women. There was a midwife I wanted but she, her own daughter was given, was due when I was due. So she was like, ah, so then <laughs> she was like, yeah, I, I probably, I'm probably i not going to be able to be your midwife. Mm. And so um, I was telling my husband, I'm like, you know, I haven't really found anyone. And so we both were like, well, let's try this unassisted birth. Wow. You know, we've had four, we've had twins. You know what to do afterward. We know how to check the placenta to make sure it's whole. We know what to do with that. You know, something happens with that. We know where, you know, the hospital is if it is an emergency and so we we know where it is (laughs) right we know where it is you know and so we were like let's do it we know what supplies to get and so we said well let's have a water birth Mm -hmm. and so um with that one all of the children were in there the whole time I was laboring and this time I, I was I stayed true to my affirmations and being consistent and that is the key being consistent with daily affirmations daily visualization exercising um and this time was even was even easier than the first twin and I was talking to my children you know during the between the waves talking smiling up to the end talking and smiling and right when um she was about to come out I kind of yelled, let out a roar and all the children left. <laughs> they, they all ran out the room. And so my husband went to check on them. And as soon as that happened, she came out. And so usually I'm used to somebody else getting the baby out the pool. So I was kind of overwhelmed, but I was like, oh, okay. I know I have to get her out. <laughs> so I got her out. And then um, he came like right back in. He was like, oh, wow. You know, we see it's a girl. And, you know, we were like, yeah, we did it. We were so proud of ourselves. We were like, yeah, we did it. And so then the next birth, we were like, same scenario. We couldn't find anybody we had connected with. And so then um, we was like, let's do an assistant. We can do it. And so um, this time, this time I will say I prepared the most for my postpartum period.
1: Oh, because yeah. It's
0: certainly, it's certainly good to have a team if you can. But even if you do, it's still good to, you know, cook meals and have them in the freezer, bake some bread when you know you're getting close to muffins or whatever stuff you and your family eat to make it just easier, you know, so you don't have to be worrying about, especially food. Mm-hmm. And so this time all the children were asleep. I let my husband sleep because I was like, well, I'm gonna let him get as much rest because we're about to both be sleep deprived. <laughs> and I was I was on the ball for a while. I had the TV on. Um a, on youtube the dark screen with the um with waves dark screen with waves i we had the we had the pool up but we didn't have the water field and i could tell i was getting close and then i woke him up and i was like you know go ahead and fill the pool this one was super peaceful and i just was laying down and then getting on the ball laying down and then i finally got in the pool and then i was like okay i don't want to rush this one at all i just want to take my time and so i had him lock eye, my husband lock eyes with me and then um um, when it was getting close, he's like, "Okay, remember, just stay calm, relaxed." And then I just, she just came out super calm, and you know, I was breathing. And, and with this time, I was talking and laughing and smiling to the end. And I could even see him, like his eyes was kind of being my husband, cause he was like, "She's just still talking and laughing." Oh, wow. <laughs> and the baby's coming out. And I was just, I was just cool, like right up to the end. And then, you know, she came out. I had to really, you know, come in within myself. And then after she came out, her name is Anaya. And I've heard women say before, you know, a name comes to them, but I never experienced that. And Anaya just came to me and then he picked her up and put her in my arms and he walked out. He came right back. And Iman had came to, to him. And I was like, wow, you know, her name, Candace, this is so cool. And then, you know, he helped me get out and I got the bed. So, yeah, I just my stories are not like the reason I've felt driven to share my stories is because I am proud of having our six children. And so when people see us and of course, most families don't have this many children these days. So they're always looking and counting. And So and so I'm like, they're like, how many? And I'm like, yeah, it's six. And I'm like, I had them all at home and they're like at home. So, of course, that leads to a series of questions. And I was like, wow, I could, you know, reach the world if I wrote a book because world over women are using the hospital versus home birth. Oh, yeah. And so I said, yeah. And so I said, well, yeah, I wanted to share my story. So, yeah, that, that's, that's my story in a
1: nutshell. It's amazing. <laughs> and, and I love that you are so willing to share because, you know, so many mothers feel uncomfortable like, oh, yeah, I had this home birth, but I don't really want to tell anybody about it. <laughs> But we need more women to stand up and be like, yep, had them at home, did it myself, yes. you know, and, and yes. I can do it, and so can you. And yes. so by sharing, that's that's exactly what you're doing. You're encouraging all of these other women to, yes. to take responsibility for their birth. hmm I think we're going through, like, home birth shaming. It's mm. like, oh, how could you?
0: You're an irresponsible mother. How could you do? You know, so I can understand why some women are are a bit hesitant to um, share their story, but I would certainly encourage women, please share your story because, you know, especially especially for these teenagers, and that's why I wrote my book to be an easy read. It's a very easy read. Children could read it because that's who I'm really, really concerned about, these children who are coming now. yes, So, you know, luckily home birth is becoming popular. I'm very happy about that, but I want them to know it happens. It's a normal, natural function
1: and you can, you can do it. Mm -hmm. You can do it. And like you said, you can do it relatively pain-free, you know, that it doesn't have to be this uh, scary, painful event. You can do it comfortably, peacefully in your own Mm -hmm. home. And a few uh, questions that I wanted to ask one about your, the twin birth. So, was there anything after these babies were born breech? Was there anything that needed to be done? Like, did they need any like additional stimulation or did they perk right up? How was that?
0: Well, the first one she came out fine. And these 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 twins were full term. Mm-hmm. So the first one she came out fine. The second one, um, the mid Doula rubbed her back a little bit and then she her color came like right. So it wasn't like, oh, it's you know an emergency. She just rubbed her back and then she's her color started coming back. And then she was fine. So yeah, it was, I haven't had any issues with anybody. And no. I also think because I am healthy and I eat healthy and I listen to my body for whatever yeah. reason. Well, I understand the reason. But, but in this society, we're taught to listen more to what our doctor says versus listen to our own bodies. Yeah. So a lot of times women will say, yeah, I, like I had a miscarriage after my first daughter and I knew, some, I felt like something was wrong and it was something wrong. I ended up having a miscarriage. Right. But if we listen to our bodies more, we can be more in tune to, oh, I need to eat more iron or I need to, you know, maybe walk some more. I need to sit down more, you know.
1: Right. So I would oh, just gosh, also yeah. encourage
0: women to listen to your
1: <laughs> That is, you're, you're so right. You're nail on the head. And another thing that I think is so powerful about that is just showcasing, you know, the things that oftentimes risk women out of home birth, you know, like breach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. twin birth, like those things risk women out, you know, in a lot of states where the, that's just, those are the regulations when it yeah. does not necessarily mean, oh, unsafe birth. Like that's yeah. just, it's so unfortunate that these skills of caring for women when they are giving birth breach or when they are giving birth to twins, which are just variations of normal. It's so yeah. sad that that is not taught. hmm
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I I think if people really understood that this medical industry is a business, mm-hmm. then if you're a business, you're concerned about making money first. And if women start having home births or start doing VBACs, you know, having vaginal births after cesarean sections, that cuts out the hospital's money. Right. Because first of all, you get more money when you have a C-section, number one. But you also get paid thousands of dollars when you have a regular birth at the hospital. So that's taking away their money when you're saying, oh, I'm going to have a home birth at home. So they're usually not going to encourage you to do that because how can I make money off
1: of that? Right. So So, you have to be your own advocate. Yes. Which I love hearing, you know, you were your own advocate from the start. But Mm -hmm. even that being the case, you grew more and more and your confidence grew. And, you know, here you are at the end, like, oh, we can do this. You know, we, we know what we're doing and we know what we will do if something pops up and we need a change of scenery, If we were to to go to the hospital for extra help. It's not like you're saying, well, that is just a no, that's a never. It's like, no, I just know I can listen to my body and I know what's right, right.
0: Yeah. That's what the hospital was originally for emergencies or, you know, it's, it's a major problem you couldn't handle at your house. OK, now we have these other tools and equipment, these things that can help with that. But mm. I think another reason a lot of women are scared of home birth and birth period is that they're uneducated. Mm. So women don't know what's going on with their bodies. They don't know what could happen, what to happen, what they should do. So if you educate yourself, which you can do through my book and also, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, YouTube videos, you don't have to read books anymore. You know, besides mine. You do need to read that one. (laughs) Yes, you should read. definitely need to read this one. But there's YouTube videos to tell you what's going on, Mm -hmm. tell you what will happen after birth, tell you all these things. So it's like, oh, now I understand. But if you don't know how something is going to work and you already have been raised your whole life to think one way, you have to completely reprogram your mind. And that's another class I teach. Reprogram your mind to say, okay, that was that and that's not true. Let me find out what's real and what is the truth about birth.
1: Yeah, you've got to take that responsibility and that initiative, which can be pretty daunting. You know, Like you said, we're growing up under this this with this mindset of like oh well my doctor said this and my doctor knows best and it's like well right. but is your doctor living in your body like does your doctor yeah. experience every moment of what's going on inside of you you can be yeah. you can be your own advocate and i just love that that's what you're teaching and supporting
0: mm-hmm. and i always like to say this little tidbit you know doctors live as long as everybody else <laughs> Yep. I I just like to throw that out there.
1: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Sometimes shorter, actually. (laughs) If you want to, if you want to be real, (laughs) you want to get real, right? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, another question that I had for you, it sounds like your husband was just so supportive of this. Was he always on the home birth train or did, did you guys have to kind of like talk through things?
0: Well, I, I'm I'm, just I'm just super lucky because as soon as we talked about, he's never was big on hospitals. He felt like hospitals were for emergencies. He's big on, you know, healing yourself and, you know, listening to your body as well. And as soon as I was like, yeah, you know, home birth, he was like, oh, okay, sounds good to me. And so wow. what he also did was start to read about home births. He loves, you know, reading and studying. And so he started to read and study so he could get his confidence so he would know about it. But he was never like, oh, no, we're not doing that. Right. And that and that's what also has inspired him to have the class for men, because a lot of times I've heard women say, oh, I wanted to have a home birth. But my husband, you know, was nervous or he was encouraging me to go to the hospital because they're getting the same programming we are. Yeah. They're seeing all these hospital births, you know, people mm-hmm. screaming and hollering. And it's just like. The man is just thought, oh, you know, that's just, it's just too much, you know, just let somebody else handle it. But if you made the baby, it's my opinion that you should be there and be a part of it. Right. Because it's a beautiful experience when it's, when it's natural and relaxed and say, it's a really beautiful experience. Yes, that men mentioned as well.
1: There's so much bonding that comes. I, I mean, that's one thing that I've noticed and I don't have anything to compare to because I, I've also had both of my girls at home, but the bond that my husband has Mm -hmm. with our girls, you know, there's nothing like it. And, and I feel like the benefits of home birth for the mother are so obvious, but they're also so obvious for the father. And I would say that one of the issues that I've noticed, you know, sometimes I feel like dads get a bad rap in the sense of like, Oh no, I don't want to go. You know, I I think we should go to the hospital, but Mm. that's because they are, you know, they're, they're our protectors. Like they want Mm -hmm. to be protecting their life, protecting their family. And that's why that education aspect is so important. So I love hearing that your husband was like, okay, well that's what you want to do. So I'm going to, I'm going to learn like mm-hmm. I'm going to educate myself and learn about this and now here he is able to do the same thing for other fathers and other families.
0: Yes. Yes. That that education piece is important. And that's why I don't get mad at guys because it's like I understand you you know you want to protect us. But sometimes someone protecting someone might be doing more harm than good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like
1: oh the cure is worse than the disease. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wow. This has been so insightful and so informative. And I know that you gave your information out at the beginning, but I'd love for you just one more time really quickly to let people know, especially where they can find you on social media and then where they can grab your books and courses.
0: Yes. So I am on Facebook, Talese Home Queen. I'm on Instagram, Talise at Talise the Home Queen. And I have a website, um, talizhomebirthqueen.com, where I have my book, Home is Where the Birth Is, The Stories of My Six Home Births and How You Can Do It Too. Mm -hmm. And my book's also available on Amazon. And on my website, I have classes, um, home birth classes and home birth consultations. I have all different kinds of classes, like um, healing from um, past traumatic births, helping to reprogram your mind, Um, I have lots of classes on there and my husband also has a class, um, with helping dads with home birth and, um, you can reach me on any, I'm always on, you know, social media. So my, I get the notifications. So feel free to message me or shoot me a a message on my website. I try to answer as
1: soon as I can. I'm busy, but I, I try to help out. Amazing. Well, they don't call you the home birth queen for no reason. You are for sure <laughs> the home birth queen. Thank you so much, Talise, for taking the time and for being so insightful and giving us so much wisdom. It was such an honor to have you on the Happy Home Birth Podcast.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I enjoyed it. And I, I'm glad I. you have a platform that, you
1: know, lets women be able to hear a voice like mine. So thank you. Isn't Talise such an encouragement? Her energy and confidence just radiate, and they've got me feeling like a home birth queen too. As we head into this week's episode roundup, here are a few topics that came to mind for me. The first, what a blessing that Talese's mom took the initiative to learn and research about birth. Even though she had a C-section with Talese, she raised her daughter to know that she could give birth to her baby safely, vaginally, and at home. I'm so impressed by that, and it's what I wish for the upcoming generation. Next, maybe my favorite quote and concept, Talise said, when it comes to birth, you get out what you put in. Doing minimal preparation and just leaving it up to chance may leave you feeling out of control and lost during labor. But when you take the time to prepare, and Talise is such a great example of this, beautiful things can happen. Finally, with that preparation comes confidence, the ability to know your body, to trust yourself and to take charge of your own experience. Telise was comfortable giving birth unassisted, understanding the risks and benefits and choosing what was best for her family. And that's what I ask of everyone, to make informed decisions for their own family. What an incredible woman and an incredible story. Be sure to check out all that Telise has to offer at her website and go buy that book. I've got it linked in the show notes. All right, my friends, before you hop off, would you take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your Instagram stories? Tag Happy Homebirth Podcast and Talise, the Homebirth Queen, and let us know what takeaway or strength you drew from this episode. Okay, my friends, that's all I've got for you today. I'll see you back here next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode.